words that killed. Newspapers in the United States had a long tradition of sensationalism. Since the public was basically ignorant about Native Americans, Indian battles were perfect material. This meant that stories of Indians on the warpath had advantages. Circulation and profits soared. No one knew enough to propose portraying Indians as the bad guys. Accuracy was never a concern. The ghost dance was perfect for sensationalism. The Chicago Daily Tribune began the newspaper war on October 28, 1890 with the headline, To Wipe Out the Whites, What the Indians Expect of the Coming Messiah, Old Sitting Bull Stirring Up the Excited Redskins. Newspapers across the country sent war correspondents to Pine Ridge Agency. Many correspondents were paid based on their ability to increase circulation, so they filed inflammatory, sometimes completely false, reports. These were printed with huge headlines. Redskins' bloody work, loss of life reported. A courier declared the killed and wounded number 60. Nobody died. Indians dancing with guns, women and children still fleeing to points of safety, fighting expected at any moment. No guns were allowed at the dances. Reporters from South Dakota told a different story. The most stinging example comes from the Sturgis Weekly Record. Isn't it about time some of these wild and woolly newspaper liars be spent and sent out of harm's way? There never was any danger of an Indian outbreak, and none exists now. This ghost dance has been worked up into a very wonderful and exciting matter by pinheaded war correspondents until they have succeeded in massing nearly half the United States Army to be spectators to an Indian powwow.